Today, I am joined by the lovely Sheila Mazand. I hope I've pronounced that correctly. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> and it's really interesting because I haven't known Sheila very long at all. We uh, are both involved in a project called Heartfelt Presence. Um, and we are, we basically show up in a Zoom room and, and if anybody needs any free coaching they can pop into that zoom room and 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 you know explore with us i guess mm. and uh sheila is has either been on before or after me so we kind of ended up chatting in the sort of handover phase i guess and um it was only last week wasn't it that we were yeah we were chatting about health and it was something that i hadn't you know i, I hadn't had any understanding from Sheila of, of ha having had any health challenges um, and we got chatting about health because you know I'm kind of interested in all that stuff and we had such an amazing conversation I wish I'd recorded it but of course I hadn't so mm -hmm. I'm bringing her back to to share some of what she's seen I guess on her journey with multiple autoimmune conditions right yeah yeah so I just wonder to begin with whether you might just talk a little bit about those conditions and sort of, you know, what you've been diagnosed with, mm. what your experience was, you know, when that diagnosis kind of happened, I guess. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as you say, the, you know, that, I mean, it's great to be here and, um, and yeah, it's it great to have that conversation last week because I, I had no idea and you, you mentioned your other business. That's how yeah. we got into it's like, what other business? I didn't yeah. know you did anything else but coaching. And so that took us down the avenue of um talking about health and i've i've i think i've had you know i've had a, an interest in health for years and years and years and partially and i suppose mainly if i think about it because um physically you know physical health has been something that i've been challenged with but it's always been that you know when you go to the doctors or you go somewhere and they say have you had any serious illnesses i always say no yeah. have you had any operations no and yet it feels like that health is a you know it's been a it's played a big role in my life so for me it's been chronic type illnesses yeah and as some people um call mystery illnesses you know the, the ones that you have every test under the sun for and the doctor still can't say it's this or it's that and we can help you with that it's usually um hmm um okay well that's good okay then well we'll just see you in a year then or something you know it's like and all the symptoms and all that you know all the discomfort and the what about that well yeah well maybe try this and we'll sit and let let us know in a year and it's like um okay that's not really very helpful to me so it's been it's been um, and, and also it's not only sort of the allopathic traditional medicine route that's happened to me quite a few times with alternative um type therapies too like that you know people say oh yeah i've helped people with that before and it's definitely 100 percent. and i trot along and pay my money and have the treatment and yeah. it's like didn't do it for me yeah. Yeah. why am i so different <laughs> yeah, yeah it's, it's felt like that for a long time you know it's like how come it's always me that doesn't work <laughs> so you know to name some of the, as you said, autoimmunes, you know, the first autoimmune that I was diagnosed with was when I was 17 was um, psoriasis. Um, 
first person in my family to have it and was told it was hereditary, but nobody else had it. Um, and then my sister, actually, that's not true. My sister was diagnosed with arthritic psoriasis. And that was like, oh, okay. So the, there is a hereditary thing. What happened was my dad came out with it when he was much, much older. So it clearly came from his side of the family. It doesn't matter where it, where it comes from. Um, but that was a funny one. It, 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 it's, it suddenly sprouted all over my body, age 17. Wow. And then age 18, most of it disappeared. Still got remnants of it and it's still there, but most of it I was covered head to toe for a year. And then it very strange. Um, and then later on in life, I was diagnosed with hypothyroidism, which with me being so slim was, um, are you sure it's hypothyroidism? Because there's usually people that have, have extra weight. And, right. no, and the symptoms are very similar, the hypo and hyper. Yeah. And then later on in life, um, then I suppose the, the most serious of diagnoses was Crohn's disease, which is a, also clusters and I, I, you know, it's an inflammatory bowel disease, also clusters autoimmune. So these autoimmune diseases are very mysterious, you know, the people have, there so such an array of symptoms. And then, you, you know, there's a lot now online, you can read so much about so many different types of People that say they're, you know, supposedly you can't heal autoimmune diseases. Yeah. You can go into remission. I don't know. It's all terminology, isn't it? Some people say they don't have any symptoms anymore. Um, and so I'm, I've, I've always been very curious about how people do cure themselves or go into remission and have these healings of these supposedly non-curable diseases so I've all you know because I've had I've had sort of a history with it it's been like um fascinated with it and never no at the beginning with psoriasis I did go down the doctor route and did all the things they they suggested because I was young and I didn't know any different particularly um and I guess I just wasn't that interested and just like heal me now and get me yeah, yeah and because it went away a lot it was like okay that's done yeah um but then as I got older and, and was diagnosed with it, you know, the thyroid symptoms are not nice. Um, and, you know, it's this, this idea of being on, on medication for the rest of my life, I just started to not, um, not feel like a good idea. The more that I looked into it, the more that I read, it was like not long-term medication is not a good idea. There were side, of, you know, so many side effects and it, and I started learning about toxins and your liver and the buildup and the, and it just more information, more learning, just started to uncover the the myriad of of places that I didn't want to really go to, you know. And of course, the chronic illness becomes the chronic long term medication. I just didn't. Yeah. For me personally, it just didn't look like a rosy picture. And then with the Crohn's disease, it, it I had some really nasty flares. When I was first diagnosed, it wasn't so bad. But then a couple of years in, um, I had some really nasty flares and it, it made me look in, and then they wanted to put me on stronger medication. So I did take some tablets. Then they wanted to put me on the immune suppressant. Well, for me, somehow that just didn't make sense. It just was like, I, I don't want to suppress my immune system. I don't, I kind of understand what you're saying. It's, it looks like my immune, my body's attacking myself in your explanation. But it didn't sit right with me. It just didn't sit right, and and then I came across um, some some somebody who was talking about there's no such thing as autoimmune disease. And then I started looking. So I'd just been on this journey of 
exploration, yeah. trying to stay as open as I can and, and trying to understand what's going on um, and, and wanting to heal my body in the most natural way possible. Yeah. And so I have not been on the immune suppressants and I have followed some you know, different, different practices um, that have been helpful. But the most important thing that I've learned in the last few years is how much our um, how much our how much our mental state, how much our mental or state of mind affects the physical. And and I mean, probably over the last fifteen years, that's become more and more obvious to me. But what I, what 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 wasn't so obvious until the last few years really was this. I suppose the spiritual nature, I don't know if that's a bit woo-woo for some people, but the really the spiritual nature of us yeah. is and 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 having a I suppose more of an understanding, more of a relationship, that's not right the right word, but just looking in that direction towards beyond the physical body. Yeah. Beyond the physical that I'm I'm trying to heal through good nutrition and homeopathy and acupuncture and yoga and pilates and all the things that I've chosen to do on the physical plane I'm not all that's great like is I like keeping my diet clean and all those I think that's really helpful for this physical vehicle and what's become really really clear to me is it's, it's beyond it's the, the physical symptoms are the last thing that we kind of have notice of if you like I love something that Dr. Bill Pettit talks about that he came up he came he, he came up with at Viva last year, which is a, an event that I co-organised in Spain. Um, you know this idea of love letters. So yeah. our symptoms, you know, he used to call them alarm alarm bells. And yeah. then just as he was sitting and talking, he said, "Actually, I really like the term love letters." So this idea that our symptoms are love letters that are waking us up or giving us some information about you know we're looking in the wrong direction when we're we're trying to work it out trying to figure it out trying to you know um which is which is how I've been you know I had been was oh my god you know this symptom I need to um what did I eat oh I ate that yesterday I must not eat that tomorrow I must I must remember not to eat that again and you know so this busy this busy I love what he says as well. He says that we're the only creatures that, when um, when we're in trouble, we speed up. Like we go faster. <laughs> yeah, you know, animals. Animals like just slow down and <laughs> you know have a think about what they want to do next. We we just don't have any any. Um, I think we don't have any respect, or, or maybe it's just ignorance for for it was for me. Just don't have respect for the idea of, of quieting down and going slower and listening and, value, and yeah, yeah awesome. valuing the like body wisdom, like yeah. listening. What does my body actually want right now? Not what do I think I should be doing, but what does my yeah. body actually want right now? Oh, I love that. I absolutely love that. Yeah. I was having a conversation with a lady, Sarah Tyers, um, which is a, a one of these conversations that would have been out just before this one. And yeah, that came up quite a lot in her cancer journey of just, you yeah. know, like, what do I need right now in this moment? And that that will change moment to moment. Mm. So what mm. good yesterday doesn't necessarily, isn't necessarily what your body wants today. Yeah. And yet that's not commonplace, is it really? 
I mean, when I was looking for, for help, when I had, when it started with this really bad flare with the Crohn's disease, I was reading everything online. I was, I was looking for people that had helped themselves with flares, that had cured themselves. And I, you know, and there's plenty of people out there that have, but they've all got different ways, they've all got different ways of how they did it. And, you know, it's funny in that, I suppose that state of mind of being in physical pain and, and fear, you know, fear that this, cause this, you know, this, idea of Crohn's disease if it goes the wrong direction it's pretty serious so it's like you know so I'm desperate desperately looking for something that makes sense to me that I feel like um I could follow so yeah. I wanted to follow what somebody else had done yeah. so there's me not li not listening to my own body wisdom I don't you know to be fair you know I bought the book and I listened to this and I did that and and I followed a lot of what was in her book and the, the person that I chose and it, it seemed to help. Now, in hindsight, I think when I look back, I think I just had a bloody good rest, to be honest, you know, yeah. gave my system a rest and I just rested and because there was nothing else to do. But um, it's also, isn't it also that kind of thing? Because I've done this too, isn't it? It's almost that, oh, I found something that is going to help. Yes, true. Yeah. Help? And there's, it's almost like that in itself mm. stops your search for a moment yeah. or for mm. however long. You, yeah. instead of being in your head going oh I'm, this is really bad I need to find something to fix me and like, this is mm. what am I going to do and how am I going to sort this out if you find something that you can try it's like there's there's the gap there's the space for your mind to settle a little bit mm. that yeah. settling the physiological response for your body is that it too can start to repair and heal mm. yeah yeah that's so true Yes. So, so with hindsight, you know, it looks like the thing is, it's like you've found the thing, yeah. but it's actually, as you say, it's more that the mind says, oh, I don't have to keep looking and stay busy. This is it. I've decided on this one. This is where I'm going. I'm going to follow everything she says. I'm going to buy this and buy that and not eat this and not eat that and do the enemas and do the, <laughs> all the things that she's telling me to do. I'm going to try it all. And so, yes, it's then it's hopeful. Yeah. You know, calling these hopeful conversations yeah. and there was hope it's like hope oh she got better doing all this yeah. so if I do all this now there's hope whereas with the doctors it was pretty much well just take this medicine I mean they had this hope in the time in terms of this will calm your system down but for me what I what I I'm still you know I'm still a an advocate for is I'm looking long term it's like what what's yeah. going to give me the long term not just put a, a plaster on for now and and have to take this medication forever just what I don't want to you know I don't want to be damaging all my other organs while I'm trying to heal this one so so I, that was that was what I was looking for and still you know still that is my direction of travel if you like is thinking long term you know about keeping the environment clean and 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 this idea of of settle you know like the snow globe yeah. like when I'm looking for and while I'm feeling uncomfortable or I'm in pain I'm shaking it so when I find it it's like everything starts calming down and then then the body's got time and space to do its work without being interfered with by this chronic stress of trying to find the answer but I didn't realize that at the time and no. I still fall in I still fall into it now you know I still will fall into that for sure yeah. Not like I'm cured of it, but it's really good to know, right? It's really good when we do remember. It's like, oh, I'm doing it again. Yeah. Wow, just settle down, quieten down, slow down, stop it. 
you know, just as you, as you so rightly say, the gap, you know, the, the space for, 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 for our inner guidance to, to be heard, because it's always there, right? It's always there. It's just whether we can hear it or not, whether we recognize it or not, notice it, you know? It's, yeah, it's a beautiful system. When you when you know it's there, yeah, and it's like it's I and I and I you know just hearing you talk is just such a similar journey. I mean, I haven't been diagnosed with autoimmune conditions, but still those those conditions that are you know oh we don't we'll, it's a process of elimination. We'll eliminate all the terrible yeah. things, and then we'll send you away because there's nothing we can do, and you've just got to get on with it. Like there's nothing wrong, mm. nothing wrong with you. Just go and live with it. And that for me the constant searching for what's going to make this be better what's going to make this go away I don't want it and the 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 sort of um the realization now that that in itself that search that you know those I I had I went through so many restricted diets where Mm. all I could think about like all the time was food what I could eat, what I couldn't eat, what was I putting in my mouth? Was that going to make my tummy mm. hurt? You know, what what was triggering my eczema? Could I have this? Could I? And that constant noise. Mm. When I just relaxed a bit, and it's really hard to say it, isn't it? Because when you're in pain and you want answers and you want to find the solution, it's so tempting to just go into your intellect and dig around and try and work it out and mm. figure out what it is out there that's making you suffer mm. but I think you said it so beautifully it's like for me there was a huge missing piece I'd done everything that you'd done like you know all the physical health stuff all the physical things I could do I'd done but there was still something missing mm-hmm. and it you're right it was the it was this it was the mind the the spirit element Mm. we're not just a body and a brain there's something else beyond that Mm. and like you say it's kind of like you know I used to just shy away from that conversation it's like talk about god no I know they're not interested don't Mm. believe Mm. and you know for some people that is their entry point they that's what they understand what language they understand but for me, it's much more noticing, you know, that there's something, there's an intelligence greater than us that we can tap into, that we that is us, mm. that is underneath all of that busy noise, underneath, you know, before all of that. But that was, that for me has been, you know, the more that we look to see if that's true, that we're not in control of everything, that there's things that happen to us that we don't have control of, like digestion or our heart beating or, you know, I don't know how to do those things. When I'm working with kids, I'm always like, do you know how to digest your food? And they're like, no. It's like, nor do I. If I had to digest my food, we'd be in trouble because I have no idea. And it's that, you know, like looking to see what, what is it mm. knows to do that. Mm. Yeah, it's funny. I was thinking that when you were talking that before. It's it's why why are we why have we overlooked that? It's it's curious, isn't it? Because we know we don't we're not beating our hearts. We know we're not doing the digestion. We know there's a there's obviously something greater. So there's a greater intelligence that's 
making all this happen for every single creature on the planet, including all the animals that, you know, it's not just human beings, is it? It's like, what makes the tides go in and out? What it's okay, we could say it's the moon. So what makes the, you know, so it's that, that deeper intelligence that's running the whole system. And we don't, we don't, we, there's so little curiosity about that. And so even an acceptance on some level that even when we go to the doctors for an acute, you know, if you break your bone, yeah. they set it, they'll, they'll put it, set it, but they don't do the healing. No. You know, the doctors don't do the healing. They'll give us a painkiller and they'll put a plaster on. But the, the intelligence behind life is going to heal that, knit that bone together and heal it perfectly in most cases. It's amazing. I mean, it's absolutely, it's, it's, it's miraculous. It really is when you, when you, when you really stop and think about it, that 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 could be broken, you know, completely broken into two, but within a few weeks it can be knitted back together again. And we didn't do it. It's like, I didn't have to think about it all the time and make it happen. It's just happening. And yet, when we come up against other things that happen to us, like we've been talking about, is chronic. I feel like I've got to take it. I've got to take control, yeah. and I've got to make things happen. But I guess all you know, talking about a broken bone. If I, you know, so I put it in the right position and it heals. Maybe with a chronic illness, it really is. It's, it's about give, just giving it the best conditions possible, which would be for me in my mind, for my, you know, my common sense is be be as clean and eater as possible you know give it a nice clean give your body a nice clean environment lots of you know plenty of sleep and the right and exercise and giving right and let the body will do the rest the the intelligence behind life will do the rest but the interference is crappy food lack of sleep not moving the body which is made to move it's just staying staying within the commonsensical I suppose parameters without being overzealous about anything just really using common sense which is the guidance system right when we listen to it instead of getting our knickers in a twist about all the things that we might what might need to do and we should do and what we've heard that person say and this person say that's what happened to me definitely I've listened to too many experts and they're, they're all they're all saying similar but different do I need to put a light on no it's okay okay um they're also in similar similar ways that you know you hear lots of similarities but different yeah. and it's like how come you know how come there isn't just one way to get healed from Crohn's for example you know why is there just not one way and that that sh- that should set some alarm bells off as well really you know it's like well if everybody's you know lots of people are pointing in different directions doesn't that mean there's more than one way to heal or they've all got it wrong or and maybe just maybe they listened to their own wisdom yeah and did it that way and now they're because they've healed that way this is the way to do it yeah and this is yeah. the way we you know this is the way I did it and of course I was looking for that I want to hear how did you do it? how did you do it yeah. without recognizing actually they I can do exactly what they did I can listen in I can get quiet and just see what makes sense to me. And also, you know, I don't think it hurts to go around and have a look out there what 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 has worked and what might work and under, try and understand maybe the science of the body, biology, how things work, and then take a step back, get quiet, and 
oh, so out of all the things that I've learned, what what makes sense for me? Yeah. You know, versus having to follow something very, very strictly because some, it worked for somebody else. Because I've been a bit of a, we've done Use not a nice word, but I've been, you know, I've been, I've been easily led down that road of this is what worked for her, and this is what you must do, and you mustn't stray from this path whatsoever because it just it will fail if you do that. And you that have one little bit of gluten because if you do, you've got to start all the way over. You know, you're six weeks back. That sort of thing is very constricting, and, um, it's very and of course, it makes a very busy. Oh my God, I've done it wrong. It's my fault. I, sh- I didn't read the label properly and blah, 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 blah. And now I've got to start all the, go back to square one. Yeah. And, and that's just revving the whole system up, which is, you know, uh, brings on the stress of the body. Yeah. Brings on chronic, chronic stress of the body. And, and it, of course it becomes true because now we're worrying about it. Now I'm worrying about it and, and beating myself up about it. And that was a big thing as well. I totally felt responsible for the physical and it's like because a lot there is a lot of teaching out there that says that whatever you're thinking and the chronic stress I'm creating it clearly so it's my fault yeah yeah. and that is a heavy burden to bear that's a really heavy burden to bear and I can still again still fall into that too you can say oh well you know well if I hadn't done that if I didn't drink that if I didn't eat that my fault obviously Yeah. yeah oh and that, yeah, and all of that, like you say, is just mental noise. That yeah, mental noise. Basically, you know, our, if our, if people can consider the fact that our thoughts, our body relate is entirely is absolutely related to our to our thoughts. So our mm. body responds beautifully to whatever's going through our minds, whatever thoughts we're having, our body will respond. So, you know, if we're if we're having fearful thoughts or we're having um you know thoughts that we shouldn't have done something or we should have be better or whatever like our body's going to feel that and it's mm. we can all make we can all have those thoughts we can make ourselves go there and and we will feel that in our bodies yeah. we'll feel that restriction that tension that closing mm. down mm. and i think the invitation is to because I, I used to think that that meant I needed to do something about those thoughts, like that, that it was really important because I could feel how important it was. Mm. And you and I both now know that, that 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 feeling of tension, that feeling of tightness is our body telling us that we are going in the wrong direction, that we're getting mm. caught up in that crazy mental headspace that's, that's, that's adding to the symptoms because you know our, our brain knows no different from mm. a, a, an actual threat and a and a thought you know threat of um, a thoughtful no <laughs> what am i trying a thought, to a thought a thought creative situation exactly. yeah, versus, yeah a real yeah tiger in the room situation yeah yeah, yeah our yeah. body's not clever our mind is not clever enough to know the difference so the mm. same chemicals will be triggered that if you saw yeah. a tiger and if you thought about something you're scared of, it will have the same mm. in your body. Mm. And that fight or flight, that constant living in fight or flight is going to aggravate any yeah. inflammatory issues, which I suffer mm. from too. And, and, I, and, you know, like going back to what you said, like it's, it's not 
then to say, oh my gosh, it's all my fault. I'm doing this to myself. Yeah. But just to understand that, you know, we don't, we don't have to take that thinking seriously. Mm. We can have those thoughts and we can feel that in our body and we can take those feelings as the love letters, as the warning signs. Mm. And, and that's our wake up. That's then our, our opportunity to, to notice what's happening and to step back out. Mm. Yeah, beautifully said. I think it's, it's really important to stress that piece of like the innocence of, yeah. of, of falling into thinking it's my fault and I've caused this and because I, you know, again, the food or the didn't get enough sleep or then I drank too much alcohol or it's, it's, it, it, it's life right we're in it we're a human being and we're, we're living life and it's not about restricting ourselves to the point of mis misery I mean that, there's no point is there we're here to enjoy life so it's about enjoying food and relaxing around uh, just re relaxing all around it and enjoying it as, as else it just doesn't it just doesn't make sense to to, to be here but the yeah no guilt no, no um you know, it's okay. It's okay to go off your diet plan for a day or two. You, you can get back on it. But it, it, and that always boils down to listening. It boils down to, well, yeah, okay. I might have that piece of toast today or that croissant. You know, I might have a croissant today and tomorrow I won't, I won't have another one. It's, you know, let's see what happens. Let's just, you know, but it, you see, to me, it was, it, just what came to me was about being playful with it as well isn't it like children are our greatest teachers aren't they 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 don't worry about what they eat and there's been that um that study or experiment study i don't know i imagine you've heard about it when i can't remember what age group they were three-year-olds or four-year-olds and you know you can put an array of food out for them every single day for that they did you know did this study put an array from you know the worst what we would deem full of sugar food to the healthiest of the fruit and veg put it all out for day, you know, day after day after day. And intuitively they'll, they'll balance themselves out. I mean, yeah. they might go for all the sugar at first, yeah. but over the days they just balance themselves out because it's, they're not saying, Oh, I mustn't eat the sugar. I mustn't eat the sweets. I mustn't yeah. have the, you know, the, the croissants or the cream cakes or whatever there is in front of them. They're just going for what they want. And then it's like, Oh, the next day I need loads of water. And the next day I want lots of apples. And the next day I want, whatever because because they they're just following what makes sense to them and not what they should be eating yeah and what they've learned bad for them exactly. it's all this this information and what we, we call education can tie us up in knots can't it yeah. it really can tie us up in knots and yeah. so listening in and going okay what does my body fancy yeah. not listening to what should be happening yeah. what what i should be eating what i shouldn't be having um, I found myself yesterday um, Christmas shopping with one of my, my, my oldest daughter is actually a nutritionist. So it was great to go shopping. We were shopping for the food, some, some of the food for Christmas. And I don't drink alcohol anymore. It's just, has just I stopped because of the Crohn's. And now having not drunk for ages, it just, it, I'm not interested particularly. But we were yesterday in a supermarket that I very rarely go to. It's got a big selection of, um, gluten-free products because I tend to be gluten-free 
and I saw the beer and I was like, hmm, Ooh, there's quite a, some new gluten-free beers that I've never heard of. So I'm, I'm looking at them and I'm talking to my, you know, asking Steph, my daughter, to read out the ingredients. And there was hardly, a, you know, it's water and this and that and something else. And I said, well, that's not bad, is it? And she went, no, not really. I said, do you know what? I'm going to buy a couple of those and enjoy those over Christmas. So it's like, I just, it was like, I'm just buying them. I just fancy, yeah. I just fancy those. And I, who knows, they're in my fridge now. I might, well, I might drink them, I might not, but yeah. I'm not. It's, they're, they're available to me if I want them. That was the point. I thought, do you know, what? I'm just going to take them home and see what happens. You never know. I take, I've not fancied. I didn't fancy one last night, so they're still there. Yeah. I'll fancy one later, but it's it's yeah, it's it's playing. Yeah, it's Amazing. light, isn't it? It's light. Mm. That's what came yeah. talking. There's a lightness to that. Of well, I maybe I'll fancy that. Maybe I won't. But you know, mm. if I yeah. then why not have it? Mm. but there's yeah. that that intuition that you were talking about that the children just know what to eat we were all born with that it never went yeah. we can, we can it, yeah. get yeah. back to that yeah and i think that's a really hopeful thing and there's no there's no regime there's no protocol there's no it's individual as you were pointing to there's so many different rings mm have taken and had success with whatever you however you do mm. but, but to try and follow somebody else's protocol is always going to be a struggle mm. when we can turn in to ourselves and just ask what do i feel like like you said what does my body need mm. what do i feel like now mm. with yeah. no judgment to the answer you know if it's a chocolate bar to not then go into the head Mm. That, because this is going to do that that's going to happen in this minute but just oh okay mm. so much lightness like you say to be playful and to to not take things so seriously mm. it has been a massive benefit and i think i'm just i'm just going to switch the light because i do feel like i'm sitting in the dark that should be better um so something that occurred to me when you were talking is what we haven't addressed is the idea because this was this is something that um, I I get caught out on still but very much did is that that I needed to be better to be okay. Oh yeah. I needed to not be in physical discomfort, pain, you know, seriously ill to be okay. To um, to relax and and and. and and um, experience peace of mind because peace of mind was always a top value for me. Always has been. I think for, for most when most people look and, and go that in that direction. I think peace of mind is what most people are really after. Um, sometimes people talk about it in terms of happiness or yeah. joy or um, relaxation. But it's you know for me it's it's a, it's a feeling of peace of mind. And it's like well I can't be I can't relax. I can't be I can't be at peace while I've got these physical symptoms, I have to get rid of all this and then I can be okay. Yes. And it doesn't work that way. Oh. And this is the thing, isn't it? We're all, as human beings, when, it, when, you, when you distill it down, what I find is most people are looking for a feeling. They're just looking, doesn't matter what it looks like we want to achieve, it's all about a feeling. And, and so we've got it backwards because the, the feeling comes first. And the other things fall into place, generally speaking. And the, you know, the, we're here to 
to enjoy life. We're here to have, you know, as far as I can tell now, it looks like to me is we're here to enjoy life. And so that enjoyment comes first and then other things fall into place. And it doesn't mean that you're going to have a spontaneous healing. I mean, there's plenty of spiritual teachers that have, Every, we all, we're all going to die of something. There's yes. plenty of spiritual teachers that have, you know, died of cancer or some other um, long-term illness. And that doesn't mean, it's not a measure of our, our spiritual yes. understanding. Our physical isn't, our physical isn't. I remember I heard Linda Pettit say that. I loved it. I loved it where it was such a relief to hear that. Like, because I think on some level I started, I've I, I, been saying as well, well, when I'm, you know, when I'm, when I've got a good spiritual understanding, then my physical will fall, you know, the physical symptoms will fall away. Yeah. And so it's that, for, that there's another real, um, like, false getting on the hamster wheel, right? Of, of like, oh, no, no, it's not. It's not the diet, and it's not the nutrition, and it's not the physical exercise, and it's not the supplements, and the. It's no, actually, I need to spiritually, yeah. get more spiritually aligned with the truth, and then my physical symptoms will go away. Well, that's that's a misconception too, as far as I can a misunderstanding, yeah. as far as I can tell, as far as I can tell, that's that's that was a misunderstanding that I had for sure. Yeah, I mean. um, so it's helpful to understand, oh, well, yes, really good to, to, um, to spiritually heal or, or to, 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 to look in the direction of the formless, the spiritual, the intelligence behind life, who we really are, true nature, all those words that point to, I don't know, the truth, I guess. Um, that's, that's the rich, there's the richness of life for me. That's like, that's the... That's the richest piece of life. And then what happens after that? Well, because our bodies are spiritual, yeah. you know, everything's form and formless. It's all spiritual. It can't not be. It's all the same energy, so it has to be. So this, this being, I don't know, it's just being, beingness. Yeah, I love that. Everything's, everything's right. Everything's right with the world. So whatever's happening, we're just... Right, it's just right with the world. Yeah, in this moment, it's like mm -hmm. in that mm -hmm. moment, am I okay? Yes, I'm okay. And that moment to yeah. moment that takes away the the pressure of of having to seek something else. Mm. I love, you know, what you were saying about for me, um, that whole idea of when I have no symptoms, when I sleep well, when I don't get eczema anymore, when I this when I that I'll be okay it's yeah. so to, for me that was one of the greatest things I saw was that there's never an end to that it's like the when I make 20,000 30,000 a million whatever it is then I'll mm. be then, then I'll be mm. able to enjoy life and then you get yeah. to that and you're you know you might be happy for a while and then you're then you're looking for the next thing or you buy a new dress. Oh, you know, this makes me feel really great. I'm really, you know, mm. I'm really now. and then, then you're like, oh, I know actually that dress is really much nicer. I wish I bought that one. I, now I want that one. And there's never an end to that. And it's the same, like when we fall into that trap of when, when I get rid of my symptoms, then I'll be okay. There's never an end to that. No. Seeing that, the truth behind that, 
Mm. in this moment you're actually okay yeah but for the thinking that you're not yeah and and you know i think i think somewhere along i don't know how it happened but somewhere along the way i i i don't know i i created a belief that the body like (laughs) i could only be okay if my physical body is okay and and that's and that's a never, I mean, that's, that'll never happen, right? Because there's always something happening in the physical body, whether it's a discomfort or a pain or a change, you know, some, a cold, or, you know, it's the simplest of, of maladies, if you like. But if I, 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 became, I became very vigilant for symptoms, very vigilant for making sure my physical body was okay. And maybe because from a young age, I wasn't, I don't know. I don't know how it happened, but it did. And then and then and not realizing that it's a never it's it literally is a never ending story it's a never ending story and if i'm if i'm spending most of my life looking at this never ending trying to be okay well the rest of life's just passing me by and i'm not enjoying, not enjoying the rest of it yeah. and it's like i'm just focused on being well being well being well what about the rest <laughs> the rest of this wonderful life that we've been given to go out and, and enjoy you know so that that's been i mean that's a big piece and it, and it's very common um, because i've been in lots of groups and around lots of people and talked about it a lot with people with chronic illness it's quite common that it's, it feels like it dictates your life because in some level you're 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 allowing it innocently to take over your whole life you know whether it's an eating thing or and of course for some people it is very debilitating it's very very debilitating i'm not trying to um belittle that because i know how i absolutely know how it feels and i also know now that the experience of it doesn't have to be all-encompassing and and absolutely um well, I don't know, all encompassing really. Yeah. Like under it's like being under a black cloud that follows you everywhere. It doesn't have to be like that, you know. The sun the sun shines always there and you can step out from under the black cloud and, and actually feel the sun on your skin yeah. and and enjoy, even though there, there are things happening in a physical body, it's absolutely possible to be okay with it and enjoy life at the same time. Yeah. That's beautiful. That's really beautiful. I think that's like the beautiful place to end because it's it's so so true. You don't have to be burdened by that thing that there's more. There's more mm. to see. Yeah. Oh, Sheila, thank you so much. For- oh, it's been a lo- lovely. I mean, really, really great. It's a, it's um yeah, it's a it's a fascinating conversation because it it's a well just so much more to see isn't there yeah, and always. explore and understand and just i'm grateful to be in a position of actually seeing that um our experience isn't created by because of because of a physical because of our physical disability disease or whatever the physical is in it doesn't it's not attached to how i feel mentally yeah yeah that's that's a really big thing yeah Mm. thank you for inviting me it was being absolutely lovely and if if people want to find you how can they find you and connect with you and all that kind of well i have a website which is my name which is sheila massand m-a-s-a-n-d well it's s-h-e-e-l-a um sheila massand.com which um talks about me being a business coach mainly there 
but I'm absolutely um, open to talking to people about health because it's been such a, and still is, you know, a big part of my life and just really love to help people see. I think that, you know, you calling these hopeful conversations really is about see, helping people see that it's hopeful, you know. We don't have to be burdened, as we've just said. We don't have to live in a state of chronic anxiety about illness. And there is hope for us to get well. Even when the doctors say there isn't, there is. Yeah, and that, I think as well that people have their own, they have they know that, they know themselves what they need. And, are, and I guess mm. our job as a coach is to point people back to that, to reconnect. Absolutely, yeah. yeah our job to tell people what they should do to gently guide them back to what they actually know and I think that's so Mm. yeah yeah and help people to keep reminding people about their inner inner guidance you know this we've got this natural GPS system that's working beautifully for us and I I mean I need reminding of that often when I'm in my darkest time it's I'm all you know all encompassed by the feeling to have somebody remind me you know you can just stop thinking like that or don't think that for a bit and see what happens and relax and sometimes we just had a conversation with a friend another you know colleague coach last night and she was in quite a lot of pain in her back and that came up it's like could it be that there's a lot of you know heaviness could it be that it's like oh yeah and we just need we need reminding yeah we do helping each other isn't it yeah yeah Yeah. supportive well, I will put all of the details um, below the video so people can get in touch with you. Right. Thank you so Thank much you. for coming along. And I will. Pleasure. Pleasure. You. <laughs> Thank you, Sheila. All right. Take Bye. care. Bye.